At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite Lorecast on the Citadel. Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast universe of lore behind the Mass Effect games. We'll talk about all the details you may have missed, ask the hard questions, and more. Commander Shepard, we've got news coming in. We're going to discuss it right now. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm back with Sam N7, the legend. Sam, we've got some, we've got some news to talk about, buddy. We do. Um, you know, I meant to say last episode, happy belated birthday, by oh, the way. Oh, thanks. I got older. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> Another revolution around the giant, you know, the fiery ball. Fiery ball of plasma in the center of our solar system. Yep. Yep. Happy I've been, Revolution Day. Yeah, I've been traveling through space and time. Just, just like everyone else. Just Yeah, just to be here. At the same rate as basically everyone else on the planet. Uh, but anyway, we, we, we teased it last episode. We have some news coming in. And surprise, it's Alliance Brass. No, it is. Uh, what, are we, what are we talking about? We got a post that came out from Bioware, maybe? About... Something yeah. that might allude to things that are, are or are not true about Commander Shepard. Right. Yeah. So basically, you would expect this kind of thing to happen with like, you know, an, an intentional narrative leak. Like uh, plenty of other games, you'll see leaks on Reddit and, and someone will be like, oh, I'm with Bioware and I claim to know blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah. That's right. not what happened here. Right. Uh, what happened here is much more benign, I think. Um, basically, the Bioware store posted an item for sale, they, and uh, it was something interesting, and then they immediately removed it, and it started getting some attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one for Whoops. speculation. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not one for speculation most of the time, and I think I've made a good point of that on this show. You know, I'll make educated guesses on the lore, but I, I typically don't deviate into hype. Uh, there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of hype on YouTube and whatnot. Oh, and sure. In fact, sure. Just trying to get those clicks. 
yeah even about this topic sorry there's like a <laughs> vehicles parade. in the background like a parade of of actually it's you know i gotta get this leak out quick they're coming for me <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're coming after they're like we saw them live we're coming yeah quick there's not much time man bioware has a lot of sway wherever you no, live yeah <laughs> harambe's true killer was uh no <laughs> um more or less i'm not one for speculation but this one is probably worth mentioning we were made aware from a listener and a supporter of the show uh that bioware they, they basically tagged us on twitter uh and they took a screenshot of this product description uh and the and bioware had put up this lithograph poster for the next mass effect it was the same teaser artwork that they sent a while ago on their twitter account where it had that crater people said the crater looked like a geth yeah yeah we actually we actually have it behind us here on the screen yeah as, as part of our yeah, background yeah. yeah so it we've all been talking about it for quite some time and now they're selling it as a poster not surprised oh, that's cool awesome yeah. poster um and basically, uh, the description of the item is where the controversy lied. Uh, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, the description of the item said something possibly revealing with where they're taking the next Mass Effect series. So if you have not finished playing Mass Effect 3, this has huge spoilers for <laughs> Mass Effect 3. Spoilers. Well, it's a... 10 year old game but yeah right sure. right so right. if you wanted to you know protect your uh you know sensitive ears from spoilers about this i advise tuning out um anyway this is the the, the 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 description of the poster right it says the show goes on dot 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 Shepard's final quest may have ended the threat of the reapers but at great cost including earth itself while Shepard and the survivors are lift, left to pick up the pieces, fans are left wondering what's next. Mass Effect will continue. And with the sneak peek of the poster we got from the Bioware team as part of the N7 Day 2021, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, there is a lot to unpack, uh, I want to say. And starting with, that last, <laughs> starting with that first paragraph that they had, while Shepard and the survivors are left to pick up the pieces. Yeah. Doesn't that implicate to you that Shepard survived the ending? That's, I mean, that's what that sounds like. That absolutely sounds like Shepard's alive and he's working with the rest of his crew in order to do what he can post-war, which has to be the next game. Right. And All they've of, already said yeah. that Destroy ending is the only one where Shepard could survive, right? Mm -hmm. that's what they've said and they've discounted the indoctrination theory bioware said it's a cool theory but that's not what we meant so basically where does this all uh, what does this all mean well it would mean if they are if we are to believe this marketing language here under this poster that shepherd and has survived the ending which would mean that they've canonized the destroy ending probably it would also mean another thing that the next mass effect is taking place after mass effect 3 that it's not set in Andromeda before Mass Effect 3 or, sure. you know, it's it's not the, about the first contact war. Which makes sense There's, because that's what the fans have been asking for is more of the same storyline or at least the same timeline in our galaxy. Right, right. So the, there's a lot of other... Um, language here in this description uh which is interesting because like 
for instance, it says a Krogan and its four member team walk toward a geth shaped crater with a ship that resembles the Normandy with SFX emblazoned on either side. I understand necessity wise. They're just trying, trying to describe the picture, you know, the, the, the poster yeah. for anyone who's buying it. Um, but it's interesting that, that it's written a Krogan and its four member team. Doesn't that kind of imply to you that the Krogan is the team lead? Yeah. Yeah. That, Yes, it's Who because it's be? possessive, right? It's right. Well, it's clearly a battle turtle, buddy. Definitely. Is it Grunt? It's one Is of it Rex. It's one of the two. Yeah. I'm thinking about four people: Rex, Liara, Garrus, Tally. Those would be the popular ones. The original yeah. crew, yeah, from Mass Effect One. Right. Right. The, th- the three most popular plus Rex, which I guess you could say is a fourth most popular. I don't know if he's on that. Like, okay. Based on our data, think, think about it, going back to the last episode. Right. The people, people, the people, people, the people that people chose to take with them on missions or romance them or whatever. Th- those first three that you mentioned are the most popular three. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. And then you add a Krogan, probably Rex, that, that kind of fills it out. That's four right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ultimately, well, well, we'll get into it in a little bit, but basically, the supporter of ours said, did the marketing team get ahead of themselves, right? Because they're reading this and they're like, oh, wait a second, we haven't been confirmed to this by any of the official Bioware channels and writing team. And, you know, no one had told us in a pre, in like a, you know, a new trailer recently that the new game was definitely going to be about Shepard surviving a Mm -hmm. and B picking up the pieces after mass effect three. No one told us that. So did the marketing team get ahead of themselves, you know, and I don't think this description will stay up. Right. So there's two, I have two thoughts on this. Well, I guess three, one marketing, marketing team got ahead of themselves and posted something that they know to be true. And in the text that wasn't supposed to be out yet Two, posted the right information, but the product wasn't supposed to be out yet. So this isn't something, this is something that should be launched on the store say six months from now, once that information is clearly known due to a trailer or something that's coming out this summer or whatever. Right. Or mm-hmm. three, somebody just didn't know what they were talking about and just pulled text out of their butt. Like a lower level marketing person was just like, Hey, just fill out some text on this and like distress, describe what's on here. We're going to post it. And then somebody didn't do the due diligence of double checking to make sure that the text actually matched the rest of the messaging. Right. Well, I mean, if true, this would be a massive, massive oopsies. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. if this is accurate, then it's like someone just really shat the bed. Uh, <laughs> because, <laughs> because this is a really, you know, this is a key someone detail. Someone just pulled an Amber Heard? Us, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they said, <laughs> you're going to need to toss that bet after that because, wow, that was a massive, massive oopsie. That's a big dump. Um, oopsie poopsie. Uh, no, I, that's assuming that it's true, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is how they'd want to let that cat out of the bag, 
for such an important narrative point, considering no. that has been the number one question right. on every Mass Effect fan's mind. Right. What happens to Shepard? This is not um, the planned way of, of putting that information out into the world, I don't think. No, no. Uh, and then sure enough, Bioware replaced the description uh, just a few hours later. Um, this, the description on the site for the same product now reads, the threat of the Reapers might have ended. But at, great but at great cost, including Earth itself. While the survivors are left to pick up the pieces, fans are left wondering what's next. Mm -hmm. So now, no mention of Shepard. Right. Now, right. it's all about, well, the threat of the Reapers is, is done and, and, you know, unnamed survivors. Vague, yeah, vague reference to anybody who survived, whether they're in the right. party of the game or not. Right. And then, and so there's no mention of Shepard after that whatsoever, but important to note that the product is still up. So if they weren't meaning to sell this yet, right. then I don't think they would have kept it up. I think they would have just taken it down. Right. So that kills that theory. So right. either somebody totally goofed and revealed information that wasn't ready yet, or somebody just made something up and it just wasn't confirmed before posting. That's what it would seem like. Um, but honestly, here's my opinion. The marketing team, and, and, and this is coming from me being a writer, like mm -hmm. I know how corporate has you write. Right. Uh, marketing team probably got slammed with lots of copy that they had to write. Copy is just jargon for Text. words. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of words they needed to write very quickly. Uh, and it's kind of unrealistic to expect everyone who's going to be working at Bioware to be familiar with all the games. They hire them for their writing skills, not the fact that they're they're so knowledgeable about the games. Right. It's probably a bonus if they are, but yeah, absolutely. But it, it's not going to keep them from hiring you if you're good at your job. So right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I doubt everyone in the marketing department has played Mass Effect, and I seriously doubt that the Bioware store team has the inside scoop on what directions <laughs> the writers are taking uh, with a game that just barely started pre-development. You know, the marketing departments and like, so at large corporations uh, and Bioware is now part of a very large corporation, EA, right? Yeah, right. The departments are almost like independent cells. If you were to think of Cerberus, <laughs> they're, they're almost like independent cells. Uh, and if we're referring to the head of EA as the elusive man, which I love that that um, analogy, Oof. and I'm going to continue with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> basically, the cells don't. The leads of the cells probably know what the other cells are doing, but the bottom level market marketing copywriters they have no idea what what the design team is doing and if they do maybe it's because they were gossiping at the lunch table in the cafeteria with someone you know what right, i mean right they know somebody else on the other team and so therefore they've been talking about it but not because the information has been revealed to everyone no it's yeah it's pre-development there's no way that they know the serious and critical uh points of the narrative that the writers are going to take it in and the game is still being made. It's probably not going to be released for three years. You know what I mean? There's no mm -hmm. way that a bottom level marketing copywriter who probably is fresh out of school, if we're being honest, uh, fresh out of school or two, three years of experience. Sure. 
it's an it's it is an entry level job, uh, and those types of marketing copywriter jobs are volume. They're volume, 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 volume. Mm-hmm. Keep it coming. Keep churning out and cranking out the the. the they right. probably are given like 50 different items that they need to write descriptions for by the end of the day or the end of the week. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a lot of time. Right. So the point is they can't just play the games and get up to speed and make sure that they know what they're talking about. Oh yeah. It doesn't No, they, they probably was probably more of a, Hey, you know something about this game. Take a pic, look at the picture, write up a description Maybe, maybe, but like, okay, so there's some Commander Shepherds in the Mass Effect game, so I'll just add the Commander Shepherd and his team, something, 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 this is roughly the description that I know about what's coming out, based on text that they have, that they've passed out to everybody, like, this is the text that we are going with, now just make up something else that at least shares some of that information. Exactly. And so they input Shepherd into it, is what you're saying. Yeah. Because they know Shepherd is in the games. Yeah, take a look at these previous examples of marketing copy that we've given with Mass Effect related um, items on the store before. Do your best to emulate it. And if you don't know anything about Mass Effect, I don't know, you can educate yourself. I don't really yeah. care how much you educate yourself on look it. Up just a video. get it done. Go listen to that Lorecast podcast. Find out something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's somebody yeah. named Shepard in this. Okay, cool. Right. And, and by the way, I don't think anyone should be hounding the marketing team for not being educated on the games. Like their, no, not at all. their job is to be a marketer, not to be a fan of the games. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There are a lot of people who work in these companies that aren't fans of the games. They, they just do their job. It would be right. like, it would be like assuming that you are only going to hire somebody to handle the, um, the finance, financial stuff of the company. If they have some knowledge of the inner workings of video game design, like, no, you're not going to do that. The, the person yeah. who's handling the money needs to be good at handling money and working with spreadsheets and paying bills on time, you know, like that stuff. Yeah. I want them to be good at that. If they also like the video games, cool, but they don't need to know how game design works in order to, or what the plot of the next game is coming out in order to make sure that, you know, they're handling all the, making sure everyone gets paid and paying off the bills on time. I am so excited about our sponsor this week, Marvel Strike Force. I freaking love Marvel Comics. Growing up, I collected comics and the trading cards, and I've seen pretty much every Marvel movie they've made so far. So if you're into Marvel like I am, go check out Marvel Strike Force. This is a mobile squad RPG. You can collect and unlock all the different heroes. You fight against supervillains. There's a campaign. There's a blitz mode. There's an arena. There's a constantly evolving meta. And right now they're celebrating the Deadpool anniversary event. This is a mission from Strike where you log in the first time and you unlock this generous gift containing character shards, a anniversary diamond orb gear a bunch of other items it is absolutely the right time to jump in and try this game out click the link in the show notes to download it now and then use the promo code maxpool m-a-x-p-o-o-l maxpool don't miss out on all the free stuff and thanks again to marvel strike force for sponsoring this episode 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Right. In, in, my, in my daily job, I have to cover um, topics on a wide variety. It could be literally anything on any given day, uh, de- depending on what's going on. It is not reasonable to expect me to be an expert on every topic. Right. But I have to educate myself fast enough that I'm able to convey a point and uh, convey it with a, a certain level of authority. Uh, so that I don't expose myself as not knowing what I'm talking about. Right, right. The funny thing here, though, is that there was no approval or seemingly no approval process. Because even even when you have somebody who's at that bottom tier level, just a copywriter, and, and I'm, I'm not saying all copywriters are bottom tier. I've worked with very high level copywriters who are awesome at their jobs. But let's say like an intern first higher kind of position and that's what we're going with with the assumption here they usually have to write this copy and then hand it to a manager who then reviews and approves it before it goes out so even if this is the fault quote unquote of say a low level copywriter kind of position there should have still been some sort of managerial oversight in that and there's there should have um but that's you know weird what? If, if they're making pay cuts maybe not yeah that's true. you know if they're if if, if 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 they are working with a bare bones staff their manager probably doesn't have time their manager probably doesn't have time to check the copy of everyone's writing uh if they're if they're working in an environment where their manager is sitting in meetings all day yeah yeah, I get that. I get that. It so can happen. It, it, it can totally happen. depends on internal business processes. And as, as, as unexciting as that is, uh, I would be remiss if I led people to believe like, no, this is probably just a, a leak. And it's, you know, we, we know something that we weren't supposed to know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. And I haven't lied to people and I don't want to lie to people and I don't want people to get their hopes up. Um, you know, it's so much more likely that someone with cursory knowledge of the game made an inference about the story that just wasn't on target. Yeah. Uh, and fans saw through it and they said, Hey, Bioware put this out. So it's gotta be Canon. 
now we we know oh too late bioware we're on to you and then meanwhile you have the manager at bioware like oh god <laughs> you know right um right after having worked in settings like this i can tell you the writers on the ground get handed this stack of topics that they have to grind out descriptions for and if you're going to finish the work in the allotted time there is no time to brush up on the games you may not have played so mm -hmm. you try to write as fast as you can and sometimes especially when you're communicating with an audience that are all basically subject matter experts uh, <laughs> right right you, you get caught in the woods with your pants down yeah they're gonna because notice. you had to write something uh, you had to write about something that you like you knew about it but you didn't and yeah. that's what I think happened here. Well, there's another variation on the theory as well, is that if they are so short-staffed, this may have even been outsourced. So to outsource copywriting is not unknown. It's something I worked at a marketing company. I, I ran the SEO department, department, but I worked with our copywriters. And there were times where uh, we had two copywriters in our on our team. We had like, I don't know, 30 people working at the place. Two, two of them were copywriters. One of them moved on to another job. And for a while, we had to outsource some of that work because it was too much for one copywriter to do. And situations like this can happen from that as well. Yeah. You have somebody who isn't on the team, who isn't part of the in the know, and they're just working off of some instructions. Somebody had a few minutes to write up and say, hey, write you know some text for these images, base it on whatever you know about the games and whatever is in the image, and we're going to post these later and it just slipped through the cracks. And if it was someone who has a marketing background and not a journalistic background, I think you're gonna find that the marketing background is so much more concerned with how things sound. How does it sound? Does it sound good? Right. But the journalist background is going to say, did we fact check that? Right. Oh, yeah. It's totally, <laughs> is, it, it's totally different. true. Yeah, because your goals are different. The marketing team right. is trying to sell something. The journalism team is trying to report on actual information. Right. right. And, and And like being a journalist you just you expect to be wrong like what happens if i'm wrong and i publish this yeah i can't tell you how many times i think that every day at work yeah like yeah how bad is it going to be if i'm wrong or maybe not even wrong maybe just you know um maybe i'm not wrong but i'm misleading or, you're or missing, what if you're i'm missing the full story right it's it's right. like a kind of almost like a white lie it's that version right. of like, what if I didn't get the whole story right? That's why you see so many journalists backpedal and say things like, um, it's unclear at this time whether or not blah, blah, blah. Don't get mad at them for saying that. They're literally just trying to not tell you a lie. They're right. trying to not. Right. They're trying to give you as you much information as they can based on what little information they have. Yes. And it's and constantly not, evolving. Yeah. And it's like, like an unconfirmed report. If you ever hear a news station say, we have unconfirmed reports of this happening, take it with a grain of salt, because if they're telling you that they have not gotten confirmation on that report, I'm questioning their editorial judgment and, and why they would feel like an unconfirmed report has enough validity to relay it. To even share it, a, right? To get people to even wondering it. about it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I, I think um, and we've got those theories. Uh, I don't know, still don't know how to pronounce his name. Dath. Uh, you, you pronounce it in a different way. Says uh, tin. Daylight. Yeah, tinfoil hat time. Actually, they did this on purpose to drum up hype and interest. Uh, that's one of those things I speculated on occasion. Uh, there are some marketing teams that do clever things like that, the things that look like mistakes because the value of the 
apparent mistake is greater than the making the team look like they're dumb and did something wrong. Um, I don't think this is probably one of those, but no, I think this is Occam's razor. Yeah. You generally want to go with the simplest explanation. Um, and then second tinfoil time, it was made by an AI. Maybe, uh, we're getting closer to that that. being a real thing. So possibly, (laughs) um, but I would still expect that anybody who's using AI to write, a majority of your marketing would still have a human r- review it and revise it before actually posting. Like you wouldn't want to just post the AI writing without ever reading it first. No, but you still need a human I'm, there. I'm willing to bet a lot of money. Uh, this was someone who has never played the game, but had a cursory understanding of it. They wrote it. They were under deadline. They got it. They sent it in. Whoever was in charge of approving it, if anyone, uh, only skimmed it <laughs> yeah. and then said, oh, fine, whatever. Uh, and then it went to print. And then the entire Internet of Subject Matter Experts was like, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now someone was just given a talking to uh, by corporate about how you have to make sure that you're not, you know, probably the, the proofreader. The proofreader has to make sure like, hey, this was factually incorrect or you just let the cat out of the bag for our entire edit. Like if it is accurate and it was unintentionally accurate, you just let the cat out of the bag for our entire writing team. Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. Good job, buddy. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I would love to hear what other people think about your speculation on this. Um, you guys can feel free to join us on our Discord and tell us what you think about this. And who knows? Maybe we'll get a little bit more evidence. I probably won't get another post like this, but you, you never know when stories come out later. Like, well, this is actually what happened because somebody was able to get a little bit more information. So. Um, interesting stuff. Uh, before we head out, we have a new review to talk about. You ready to talk about some reviews? Yeah, uh, I think we actually have two. Yeah, two new reviews, actually. Yeah. Um, so uh, thank you for everyone for tuning in. Uh, we're not doing a mid break because we're just kind of doing this quick, shorter episode for the second episode this week. Um, but if uh, you are a patron, thank you so much for your patronage. And for being here, we read out all the patrons and the new patrons on the last episode of this week. We'll still continue to do that once a week, but just want to make sure that if you're listening to this episode, and you're like, wait a minute, why didn't they shut me out? We're doing it once a week. It's on the the main episode of the week. This is kind of the second bonus episode. Um, but we are going to read out some reviews. We've got Sint Martin from the Czech Republic. This is awesome. I think it's the first time I've seen somebody from the Czech Republic review any of my shows. Uh, Thank you for writing this in. This is awesome. Best podcast in Systems Alliance space. Five stars. I discovered your podcast last autumn by accident when searching for Mass Effect audiobooks online. I've been a fan ever since. Music of Mass Effect is probably my most favorite podcast episode ever. That's awesome. I hope you um, are going to do something similar with the science of Mass Effect. That would be awesome. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, That is something we've been talking about. That's something we asked. If anybody out there knows more about the physics of all of this stuff, please let us know. We'd love to talk with you about it uh, and potentially have you on the show. We'll see. Um, Then we also have one from TWFS is greater than MBF. Do you know what that means? I thought about that briefly and I was like, I'm not sure what that means. 
but they wrote uh, also on Apple Podcasts. I'm not Commander Shepard, but this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. <laughs> Five stars. This podcast really helps my uh, helps the time go by when I'm at work. I have my AirPods in my ears when I'm not supposed to, and I got tired of listening to music. So I found this podcast, and it's been super refreshing. Thank you guys for helping me get through my boring pharmacy shifts. Well, thank you for uh, supplying drugs to the nation. Um, also for leaving the review, uh, we really do appreciate it. I hope you don't get in trouble while you're at work, but I totally get the whole, like, I'm tired of listening to music. I need to listen to something else. And then finding podcasts. That's absolutely one of the reasons why I started listening to shows too. Um, but thank you to everybody who takes the time to support the show with ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts, also ratings on Spotify and, uh, even just telling your friends or just joining us and being part of this community. We really do appreciate you guys being here. So thank you so much. Um, Sam, you got anything else you want to say before we wrap this episode up? Yeah. Um, I had mentioned that we were never going to hype to people. There was a lot of YouTube videos, uh, that were floating around about this topic that we already talked about today. Um, I want people to be completely unconfused, like not confused about this. Uh, I've already seen a YouTube video that's gaining a lot of traction that says new t- new details confirmed about the next Mass Effect. No, nope. of course, of course. I'm sorry, yeah, but um, they're gonna clickbait the titles in order to get people to read it, watch yeah. it, or whatever, and then people are gonna. It's just how. But unequivocally, welcome to the internet. Unequivocally, do not take this as a confirmation of a new detail for the next story. Right. It might be. It could be, but do but it not might take not. it as a confirmation. Right. Like. I recommend it, a living skeptically in all things. Right. That's just me, though. But I think that that's probably a good way to go about life is to just constantly be open to information and updating your version of reality based on whatever new information you get and not locking things in and just holding on to them because you're always just going to be either misinformed or disappointed. So that's just my thing. That's the thing. Like, there's a difference between a leak and a confirmation. A confirmation would be if Bioware came out and said tomorrow, that is true. Yeah, that now yeah. that little message when they said that is true, that is a confirmation, right? Right. The leak, whether or not this is a leak or a mistake, right? At best, it's a leak. At best, it's a leak. At worst, it's a mistake, right? Regardless, it is not a confirmation, right? So unequivocally, not a confirmation. It could be accurate. It could be, but it's not a confirmation. Yeah. Do not take it as such. Let's be rational humans. Our lives will all be better. Yeah, please. Now, if we wanted to make more profit <laughs> off of people, we could just fucking lie to them. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. That's that's how the Internet works. But I don't feel right doing that. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that any YouTube creator making a video about this is doing that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying don't take it as a confirmation. Anyway, now that I'm off of my soapbox about confirmed reports and unconfirmed reports. Sure. I'm streaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm streaming Mass Effect. Uh, and I'm streaming every Saturday uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. I have Sassy Ship Saturdays. On Mondays, I'm streaming modded Fallout 4, maybe modded Skyrim in the future. And then on Thursdays, I am, this coming Thursday, I am starting my very first ever Dragon Age playthrough. Sweet. So awesome. At in seven, the legend on Twitch and Twitter. Awesome, dude. Yeah. All of my streams are over on robots radio, the robots radio channels on Twitch, on YouTube and on Facebook. That's where we stream these live shows starting at 10 30 
p.m. on Monday nights, Eastern Time, 730 Pacific. Um, so come hang out with us while we do the live shows. I do my other sh- number of my other shows live as well. Plus, I also sometimes stream games or making music and doing all sorts of other stuff. I'd love for you guys to come by and hang out. Um, but that's what we got. You guys know where all the other shows are. RobotsRadio.net for all the other shows on the network, including my shows and the other shows on the network. Lots of good stuff to listen to if you're looking for other things, including shows that do cover some Mass Effect stuff from time to time. So lots of awesome stuff. We'd love for it to, for you guys to be part of this community. And that's all we got for this week. Next week, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Hackett. So stay tuned for that. And who knows, maybe we'll get another leak. <laughs> we'll see. But until, t- until then, stay safe out there. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect. Reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast or check out the Robots Radio Discord. Also, you can send us an email at MassEffectLorecast at gmail.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.